Welcome to the Top of the Morning Show. It's your girl, TT from the D. I want to thank you for stopping by this morning. You could have tuned in to any other podcast show, but you chose TT from the D, the Top of the Morning Show. And I am super excited about that. This morning topic is really, really, really interesting. And some people will understand it and some people won't. Some people will say this went right over their head and some people say they landed right on their plate. Whatever it looks like, I think that you'll be able to relate. My question to you is, are you in love or are you in a trauma bond? You might say, what is a trauma bond? First, you got to understand what it is in order to understand what I'm talking about. A trauma bond is a bond that forms out of betrayal, danger. It's, well, let me see. It's as hot and cold as the night is to the day. You feel addicted to the person who actually, who has harmed you. And you feel like you have to get their approval to stay in that relationship. This is because it's a trauma bond. Normally with a narcissist, or as most people would say, a toxic person. It is a method that trains you to look out for your sense of survival rather than your best interests. And you may fear that they will retaliate against you. You have a very unhealthy Dependency upon them because of the way they have love bombed you, but only to withdraw from you. And throughout that relationship, if you're in it, you're conditioned to believe that you need that person. So that pretty much will break it down. But let me share with you five signs that can help you recognize. If you are in a relationship filled with love, if you love that person, or if you're just trauma bonded. One, you know they're deceptive and deceiving and conniving, but you won't leave. Right? Now, you could be a very understanding person. You can even be discerning. And you see through this person but you just can't seem to let go. And every time you think you're going to leave, like, I ain't had enough. I'm out of here. I ain't about to deal with this. This person throws a few crumbs of affection and things that look like love. And then you're willing to say, you know what? Okay, the next time I'm telling you I'm out. But what's so crazy is when they're nice to you, you start to think, maybe I was wrong. Actually, you're gaslighted into believing that they really do want what's best for you. 
And a lot of times they're busy doing things that's going to help with their needs, their wants, their desire. It's never about you, friend. It's always about them. Number two. You always do things to make sure that they're happy. Even when they're not giving you anything in return that remotely looks like happiness. Despite the fact that they creep you out or terrorize you from time to time. Despite the fact that they hurt you over and over again, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Let's not even talk about physically. You always seem to be ready and willing to take them back at the drop of a dime. Like a frog in boiling water. You've grown accustomed to the heat. To a point, some people... Unfortunately, it has become deadly. They may have found themselves walking on eggshells, trying to bend over backwards to stand up to the expectations of this trauma bond and relationship expectations that's placed upon them. And they neglected to see the things that was right before them that was true. And what's crazy is you. If you're in that kind of relationship, you defend them to the end, knowing they're wrong. It's kind of like when Tina Turner and Ike Turner was together. And he beat the brakes off of her, in front of her, well, not in front of her girls, but drug her out. And they ran to her rescue. And they was like, yeah, he need us tail whooped and she was like uh uh don't do that she made an excuse on why that man beat the brakes off of her that wasn't healthy it was draining her physically mentally spiritually and emotionally yet she wasn't ready to own her truth until the very last moment when she decided that she was going to invest in herself Despite it all. And sometimes that could be our story, a reality. I'm willing to bet that people that are in relationships like that, what's love got to do with it? Saw that movie and thought, that looks like me. Or they said, well, that ain't so bad. But isn't it? Number three. You feel addicted to them. And you don't want to have to develop that type of relationship again. You ever heard somebody say, I put too much into that relationship. I I, I put too much work into this for somebody else to come along. Really? So you become addicted to that person. And it's a chemically unbalanced psychological issue. Your body, your mind, and spirit desires them it's crazy because 
you don't realize that you deserve better. And rather than recognizing that they will never change or accepting they will never change, you develop a hyper-focus on what can be done to actually appease them, to make it better for them. What needs to be done for their basic need of needs and you still don't acknowledge your own. Number four, you're driven to the brink of self-destruction. Yes, yes, yes. Toxic people will drive you to destroy yourself. It's like a psychological murder with clean hands. They did the damage, but they're like, oh, I don't know. It's like a person kidnapping somebody, but out with the search party helping people to look for them. What? See, the nature of a trauma bond is that it makes the person feel like they're living in a good reality, unable to see the real reality they live in. And when you're in a toxic trauma bond, your self-worth takes a very huge hit. Self-sabotage becomes automatic. You're unfortunately subconsciously programmed to destroy yourself. Because you've been taught to believe that you're not worth the love and peace that you seek. And then you start to feel trapped. And then you create this whole helplessness pool that you swim in day after day. You have choices though, but you don't think you do. Because you feel unable or unwilling to make a clean cut. But I'm here to remind you, you got choices, you have options. You don't deserve that. You deserve so much more. And number five, you forgot your worth, friend. You forgot your worth, your value, friend. Do you remember when you were real confident? When you had a real good grasp on your worth. Well, somehow they they taught you, made you feel like you're unworthy of attention, of affection, of love, of respect. They've convinced you that you're not enough. And you're constantly trying to prove your love for them. And they constantly show you they don't love you. You're not invisible. We see you. When you look in the mirror, I know you see you. If this person is abusive to you physically and you're hiding it, please believe. Somebody has seen it. Just like you've seen it. They just haven't said nothing. Just like you haven't said nothing. We want better for you. Understand that giving yourself your best is okay. Every day you wake up, be proud for the moment you wake up in. Have self-talks with yourself. Remind yourself that you are more than enough. That yesterday was yesterday and today is a new day and 
What do you want to do with it? Because I promise you, you'll get through whatever it is you think you can't get through without them. If they don't love you and they make you feel like you shouldn't love yourself, you're in the wrong relationship. You deserve love. Just like you give that person love, you deserve love. So get it. Take it. It belongs to you. Well, that's all I got for you this morning. A little something, something. I told you long. I hope you have a wonderful Tuesday. Don't forget to tap in tonight for Tap In Tuesday. My guest this evening will be Rodney Ross. We're going to talk about the maze of Medicare and Medicaid. Understanding what the two are. Now, when we're younger, some of us growing up, parents may have had Medicaid for your health insurance. I know I was one of those. I thought it was great insurance because it seemed to, no matter what I needed or what we needed as children, we were able to get it. My mom had that Medicaid card, right? But I did learn that it seemed like the level of treatment in certain places, doctors, hospitals, was different. And then if you're older, do you got Medicare? And their level of treatment, unfortunately, if they have Medicaid and Medicare outside of other insurance, Sometimes it's terrible, too. And sometimes it could be great. So let's get some understanding tonight. Tune in, and I'll see you soon.